The account of the fall is a story that is filled with lessons that every Christian should know and understand. For one, the story reveals to us under what conditions the devil can operate and mislead us into making decisions that not only are wrong but are disobedient to God. Fortunately for us, the devil is not creative. Therefore, his tactics are the same until today, and so we should learn and not be caught unaware of his mode of attack as all these are recorded in the Bible for our education. It is worth noting that the serpent approached Eve first, and not Adam. It's easy to understand why the devil chose her. That's because Adam received the word and command firsthand from God himself, Genesis 2 16-17. Eve only received it from Adam. Second-hand information. This underscores the necessity for every Christian to seek to hear from God as he speaks to us through the Bible and the Holy Spirit. After all, this is in the Holy Spirit's job description, as Jesus said in John 14 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things, and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. When we are solely dependent on listening to sermons preached by the pastor every Sunday and do not take any effort to personally spend time in study and meditation of the Word of God, we make ourselves prone to falling for the traps and tricks of the devil. Some sincere or popular Christians create memes and quotations in social media, and these get circulated and liked. But if the thoughts contained in these posts disagree with the Bible, such posts should be left alone and not propagated among believers. We must always be aware that misquotations and wrong applications of the Word of God can weaken rather than strengthen other less mature Christians. The first thing that the serpent did was to measure how much Eve knew about the Word of God, yea, hath God said, ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. The question was two-pronged, it attacked the Word of God and it assailed Eve's comprehension of it, making her doubt herself. Her answer, although quite correct, contained an error and betrayed her lack of foundation in the truth. She answered, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Notice that God never said to Adam that touching the fruit would result in death. Whoever added this to God's word, if it was Adam, was perhaps to make sure that Eve would not even touch it. If the addition was from Eve, perhaps it was to strengthen her defense against the temptation and committing a mistake. Perhaps she thought it is better to err on the side of caution. Could it be that she wasn't paying attention to Adam when he gave her instructions? It does not matter now. As we also see in cults, false teachings are always added to the word of God, putting words in God's mouth that he never said. The serpent detected the error, sensed her weakness and lunged at the jugular. Now he had her by the throat, ye shall not surely die. Because the devil saw that the woman was open to additions to the word of God, he added his own to it, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil, Genesis 3 5. We need to notice also that this was the first time Eve heard a lie in the garden. Before this, all she heard was truth from God himself and Adam. And so there are many gullible Christians, believing everything a famous pastor or some popular and respected personality in Christian TV dishes out. After all, in court, people are made to give an oath with a hand over the Bible, to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So we think, how can these Bible brandishing ministers dare to lie? These ill-motivated preachers will one day, will give an account of themselves to God. I imagine with horror the figures that the Lord will reveal to them on that day, of how many people who despite their need parted with their last money and suffered as a result, because the TV prosperity preacher urged them to empty their wallets and sow to the kingdom to reap many times over that amount they've sowed in faith. If Eve had been careful about listening, if Christians would be diligent in their study, they would not be easily fooled by anybody. Not even with words from suave, 
dapper and whitened teeth, glib-tongued, eloquent, best-seller authors who can speak as an oracle of God. We read the subsequent actions taken by Eve. She saw, she took and did eat, Genesis 3 6, all these were done by her own volition. She could have turned away, withdrawn her hand, and closed her mouth, but she didn't. Satan did not threaten her, nor did he unfurl some leaves to expose the fruit, neither did he pluck it off or even handed it to her or put it close to her mouth to smell and bite. And so all sin is willful. No one can be forced to sin. Otherwise, God lied when he said, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians 10 13 Simply put, God wants us to be victorious over every temptation. The Bible says that in eternity, the Lord will wipe away tears from our eyes, that's what it says in Isaiah 25 8, Revelation 7 17, Revelation 21 4. I would imagine that initially, these will be tears of joy of knowing we've made it to heaven, and of seeing our Savior. But in a while, these will be followed by tears of remorse, when we begin to acknowledge the many times we've fallen short of God's grace and missed opportunities of sharing the gospel, doing good, and serving others. When we meet Adam and Eve in heaven, I believe they've made it, I imagine them profusely apologizing to their children for the debacle in the garden. I think no woman on earth today can proudly say she could have done better than Eve. The devil's ways have not changed over the ages, he makes us doubt God's motives and what he has said. He will add, remove from God's word, and twist the truth to deceive people. Someone said that the most dangerous lies are those with enough truth in them. On the other hand, those who have rejected the word of God are the easiest to deceive because they can't tell the difference between the right and the left. Those who read the Bible and listen to sermons but without care for it will require extra effort, but they will fall nevertheless. The lazy Christian will repeatedly suffer loss and defeat over the enemy's attack, willfully yielding to temptations. But those whose minds and hearts are saturated by the word of God, who constantly delight in it, will be as a tree planted by streams of water, whose leaf does not wither, and bears fruit in its season. Our mother Eve committed a very serious mistake and paid for it. While we all are under the consequences of that sin, we don't have to repeat her mistake. Read, study, meditate and obey the word of God. That is our best defense against temptation and to avoid getting victimized by the eternal father of lies. Music